Hey, the Loose Cannon Show with Jar Jar Jeremy is now a part of the Dorkening Podcast Network. You can go there and listen to other great podcasts such as Throwdown Thursday, Super Retro Throwback Reviews, and That Strange Show. But first, listen to this episode of the Loose Cannon Show with Jar Jar Jeremy, because that's what's most important. This is Travis Holyfield speaking. I am the writer and creator of the comic book series Doberman, the Canine Crusader, and Street Clothes. Hanging out here today at Terrificon, which is a fantastic Connecticut-based comic convention. Everybody should come down and enjoy themselves some Terrificon. And while you're here, you should buy some amazing issues of either Doberman and or Street Clothes. And, you know, hey, if you enjoy fun stuff and you enjoy cool things, check out the Loose Cannon Show with Jar Jar Jeremy and you know in no way am I just saying that because he's got my family here with a knife to their throats no completely sincere and uh, absolutely not coerced by a threat of violence oh no no uh, yeah loose cannon show awesome awesome yeah bye uh, bye bye loose cannon Jar Jar Jeremy! listening to another episode of the Loose Cannon Show with Jar Jar Jeremy, now part of the Dorkening Podcast Network at dorkening.com. Got to go through all the little plugs <laughs> first before we introduce my next guest here at the wonderful Terrificon in Mohegan Sun in Uncasville, Connecticut. I'm talking with Matthew, and I didn't ask you your last name before, so if I murder it, I'm sorry, Fillion. That's exactly right. Just like, the, just like the far more famous I actor, was, actually. Was, that's where I was like, it's got to be Fillion. That, that, you can't although, go anywhere else with that. No, although I grew up in Massachusetts, so I answer, oh, too. I, I answer to any variation of the Fillion, Fillion, Fillion. Yeah, like, whatever yeah. you throw at me, I'm like, yeah, you got yeah, it. Close enough. Sorry. Yeah. Like, sure, that works. Yeah. <laughs> All right, sir. You're here hawking your wares of real books. Yes. These aren't comic books. There's no pretty pictures inside, though the pictures on the outside are pretty pictures. Thank you. Um, do you do the art for that? Uh, actually, do you do I, uh, I have a, a cover artist, but the, oh, okay. the, the silhouettes of the characters are oh, actually my... I, I did the little silhouettes, and I said, can you work with these? And they build a much prettier thing around oh. the silhouettes. I, I help out a little is bit. Is it a whole universe or is they singular books? They're um, it's a whole universe actually. All right, a, cool. What, I love whole universes. It's a, all right. I see. A, like loose cannon show. I did no research. I do actually do research normally. Uh-huh. I just walked into this one. I was like, hey, oh, oh, you know that was a million dollars, man. Microphone down. There we go. Mic down. down. <laughs> see now you're holding it. All right. That's good. All right. Bring us into it. Let's start off. Is it the Indestructibles is the name of the world? Uh, or not the world, but the, the, uh, the, the joint? The team, actually. It's yes. a superhero okay. team. Uh, and the funny thing is, the reader actually <laughs> refers to it referred to it as the Indestructiverse, and I'm like, I'm stealing that. I'm going to use that. It works. It it was, it's it's kind of like what uh, Lifefield did with the, the Extremeverse and yeah, stuff like that. So it works. No, you know, just, somebody else it actually rolls off the tongue. It, it kind of does. It's hard to type, but it rolls off the tongue. So yeah. <laughs> well, at least with that one, I don't think it's a real word, so you can really oh. Spell it oh, yeah, I can, like, trademark it, right? Yeah, yeah right? <laughs> <laughs> Marvel FU. No. All right, so bring us in. What happens? How do we start off uh, 
Yeah, bring us to the start of the world. Sure, it started off as um, it's a it's a young uh, young team of superheroes, um, and what it was, I had years of like this concept, that concept. I had all these superheroes. Co- I've always wanted to be a comic book writer as a, mm-hmm. when I was a kid. I'm like, I don't know which one to focus on. What if I throw them all in the room together and see what happens? And I ended up with a team book, uh, five rookie heroes kind of bumbling their way through their first adventure and nice. found an audience. I'm like, well, I, I have more stories to tell. Can we keep going here? So. Each book in the series is a self-contained, you know, their their like time travel. Like one shot almost. Uh, it's I, I think of them almost like trade paperbacks. Like it contains okay. the whole story yeah. that, and the characters evolve over each one. They grow and they get better at what they're doing. But each book, um, rather than on, ending on a cliffhanger, it's it's a finish. Yeah. So there's the the That's alien good. invasion story, the time travel story, and it's all of the, each uh, sort of all the classic tropes of. But of still keeps stories. it all because the characters are throughout. Yeah. Each book. So yeah. that's I see. I love a good long series. I'm a big fantasy reader, and I love you know 13 book issues. You know, yeah. sitting there and like, this is fantastic. It's taking me 12 years to read this. I'm very happy about this. Well, part of the idea too is that the self-contained was I want to write a long series, but I also I, I call it like if I ever get hit by a bus rule. Like, I don't want anybody who's a fan of the series to be like, oh, he never finished it. Son of a, that one book. <laughs> Actually, The Wheel of Time, that happened, uh, uh, Robert Jordan, he passed away from cancer. Yeah. And Robert Sanderson came in. He did okay with it. I'm happy with how he finished it. But still, you sit there and wonder, is like, is that how it was supposed to go? And, and, yeah, and I always feel bad for the author that doesn't actually get to see the end of it. Like, that's you, true, and, too. Um, like, that's their own story. And, like, I mean, like, you want to just see it through to the end yeah. on your own, too. So, that part so, of it is, so a good thing to know, he won't die before he finishes a book. <laughs> that's a tip. Make if, sure if, he's in the middle of the book if, at all times. If, 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 <laughs> and, if, and, if, and if I get hit by a bus, the last one will do. Yeah, <laughs> like, the last one okay. will do. Don't, <laughs> don't put out the transcripts. It's okay. All right, so um, take us to the start of these characters. All right, what so, do you got? Uh, we've got Solar Power Girl, of course. Okay. Uh, the ballerina vigilante, mm-hmm. uh, a werewolf with confidence issues. A, uh, uh, hold on, werewolf. Yeah, let's go okay. into that. You can't just say a werewolf with confidence in this room, and then, and then we're doing the ballerina. What? Hold on. So, um, I mean, he's uh, genetically a werewolf. He finds out he's a werewolf when he hits his teenage years, and but he never quite. It, a lot of the series is him, like he's the, he, the shy. Uh, reserved kind of cerebral one is the werewolf. So now, with the the werewolf, what kind of mythos are you using? Is I'll, it? I'll tell you. I, I love mythos. I I um I was I grew up playing um, the White Wolf games, the uh, um, a werewolf the apocalypse, the role playing games those. and stuff. And it's there's little t- like you can kind of if you happen to play those, you can be like, oh, I see where he he he, he played that when he was a kid. There was that sort of a, That's a cool. vibe to it. Are we going just on the full moon or changes whenever? Whenever. It's a part, part cool. of the learning curve is actually getting that Being under control. Able to get and how much control he has over himself when he is a werewolf. So it starts off with less and he, as he grows into Promise me if it. it ever gets made into a movie, we will not go the Harry Potter route on werewolf. That that werewolf no. was horrible. No, I've got um, it's howling I, like back in the howling days. Those were oh. cool were like we didn't even have good CGI and that was cool werewolf. I, I miss the old days of like the the, 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 the full on. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Did you get fans walking by as we're talking? It's great. Um, they don't watch my new show though because I'm not part of that show anymore. <laughs> It's okay though. I don't mind. <laughs> All right, so we're werewolf guy next. Uh, oh, hold on. Do these people have names? Like oh, I'm yeah. like werewolf um, guy. It's, well, it's werewolf a, guy with uh, 
issues. He's they, like, they have, um, it's funny because they have the superhero names that they never really use. It's always the first names. Because it's a, really like a family. So it's, you know, um, the solar powered girl is solar, but she go, she's Jane. You know, yeah. Jane. Kate is the dancer, the ballerina vigilante. Titus, uh, really only he starts off calling himself Fury and then gives up on it he's like I'm just a werewolf I don't really need a name like it, it started off as a name and he drops it really quickly this Straylight who is um, a kid who's sharing sharing his brain with an alien it's interesting that they're even going through their own growing through the story yeah. like they're just like I don't know if this is my identity like it's, if I'm right at this it's kind of that's kind of part <laughs> of the idea is that they're 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 not fully formed when they got there. They're 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 kind of a disaster in the first book, and they're just kind of bumbling their way through, getting better. And by the later on in the series, they finally get their act together, and you can kind of see like, okay, I guess I guess we're superheroes now. Like it's sort nice. of like a, a moment, you know, you, as they finally get to the point where they're comfortable in their own skins and comfortable with their own powers and comfortable with what they're capable of doing. How many uh, books are you up to? Just uh, five there's, now? there's five in the main series. Yep. Um, there's a spinoff because oh. there has to be a spinoff, right? Always. Um, which were actually a couple of character concepts. I actually hate when authors do that. I'm gonna be truthful. <laughs> well, it's I'll, like I'm like I have to read that now, and I read it. And I'm like, that has nothing oh, no. to do with the character I like. <laughs> God damn it! That's, that's, well, it's it's funny because I was trying to keep them. It's been five and five years, so I'm, hmm. um, I'm keeping a good pace with the main series. That is, dude, that's fantastic. Like, you, do you know how long I wait for an indie comic to come out that's I, only 26 pages of like not barely oh, like a full page of <laughs> like real story, like years, it's years. A, a book a year is impressive. Oh, and, but this is no George R. Martin here, folks. <laughs> but I'm trying, I, I'm trying not to lose. I don't want to do more than one in the main series, so I'm doing like a book in the main series a year, and then a book in in one of the spinoff wow. concepts. Just to, so you've got enough of that going flowing in through your head to like it's, produce two stories at the same time. I don't sleep much. <laughs> That's good. Hey, man, I understand. I'm a creative beast. Like I love mm. to just. Although I, I don't have the. I only have the ability to put it into this. Yeah. Like I love that. Like watching artists and t writers and stuff. It's amazing to mm. see a whole world. Like I have stories in the head, but I can't put A and B together. Like English it's, was not my class. Uh, it's, it's all about just kind of. But this is just you know hammering it out of a you know I have the raw idea and just what, what, let's see what it comes do out. Do you do a again. normal nine to five? Yep, I got a, nine, uh, a day job and, and I two go, books out. And then, and then I write I write from like six to two in the morning and then I sleep a couple hours and I get back on the uh, on the, the the train the next day. No so. wonder why she allows you to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's not taking up any no. extra time. I, 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 um, um, so. From all right, book one, where did they? This starts off, brings them all together. Yep. Book two, what goes on from there? Book two is about what happens when the public decides to tell them how to be superheroes. Ah. Very much like it's it's uh, when it's they, a they, good idea to do that. With, like I think more universes need to do that because it's especially in these times, the public is they're gonna. What, how on, we view you yeah. is how, who you are. It doesn't matter if that's really who you are. If we it's, view you that way, you've it lost. Becomes a, it There's becomes no a, court anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You're and, guilty. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and and they're gonna, you know, the powers that be are gonna tell you how they want you to yeah. be, to save the world. And it's sort of them figuring out how how much of a right they have to do the right thing. Be and themselves. Yeah, and be themselves. So yeah. um, book three is time travel. Mm -hmm. uh, they, uh, which was funny when I, when that one came out. A couple of the, the existing uh, readers were like, "Well, that escalated quickly." <laughs> so, um, book four is an alien invasion. Book five is a big nice. magic theme. 
uh, sort of um, alternate reality kind of. Uh, I like the little tagline. Arthur Curie's got nothing on this girl. That, that came out of a review, actually. That's one of the um, the that's spinoff really book. Cool. Is, there was a, it was funny because last year um, the reviewer that's uh, the spinoff is a lot of myth and magic. Uh, there's an Atlantis theme to it. Nice. Because um, I couldn't take the main characters to Atlantis. It was just too distracting, and so that's this. But a reviewer said, you know, Arthur Curry's got nothing on this girl. I'm like, oh, that's going on the poster. Oh, damn straight, yeah. But then I was at a con last year where um, Jason Momoa was there. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. That's on my signage. I'm like, either he's going to think it's funny, he's not going to see it, or, or I'm going to offend him. And I'm yeah, like, yeah, oh, please, I, what? please let it be A or B. Please let it be A or B. Like, I don't want... And um, I didn't actually run into him, but I spent the whole con like I really hope he doesn't. He understands that this I didn't write that. That was from a review. Like I didn't make that. It wasn't up me, spot. man. I promise. <laughs> Lord, chill. All right. Are you working on a new one now? Um, I am trying to figure out the game plan for the next one because the fifth one only came out three weeks ago. So, oh really? Yeah, it was. It's, this is the world oh, premiere. Isn't actually. that wonderful? How everybody, as soon as you get out, what's next? What's next? Matt, <laughs> Matt, what are you working on? What's next? next? <laughs> I did that to one of the the Super Trooper guys, uh, Broken Lizard guys. Uh-huh. Um, sitting there on stage, they just put out Super Troopers too, and I know that question is the worst question yeah. to ask, and I'm just like, so Super Trooper two. So what's next? Uh, and he's just like, man, can I just ride this glory for a little bit? It was like I totally went into that and did that wrong. Although the funny thing with <laughs> with, uh, with novels, particularly, is they basically say if you don't have something out every year, people forget you exist. So I actually have to have a game plan for. I have an idea. I and every you every, have you storyboard or well, however you do it. Do you, have you like? Do you have like next twelve books not mapped out, but like where you want to get to? I, it's funny. I had the first four totally mapped out. The fifth okay. one was a was a oh, oh 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 there you go. That's it. Like it was like sort of a, a um, I, I didn't know if I had a fifth book. Okay. And there was the idea. And then at the end of the fifth, if anyone who gets that far into the series, like they, I always leave with, I leave with a stinger that doesn't necessarily have to be followed up on, but something that gives a hint. And I'm like, all right, I know I know what comes next. If I if 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 the audience wants another one, I I I, I have an idea for where to go from here. Um, and I'll probably do something with one of the spin-off stories in between just to keep the, the creative juices going. I've got um, some concepts that I'm going to try to sneak in there in between the main series. All right. Uh, Before I forget, because I always forget to add things in, and this one just popped into my head, yep. people want to buy the book outside of a con. Where are they going? Uh, Amazon's the best place to get it. It's Amazon, a, and they just look for the Indestructibles, uh, or could they they go by book? By um, book title, like uh, Crimson Child, Breakout. They're all uh, I, Lost in Reverie. If you actually, if you just throw my last name in there, uh, Matthew Fillion. Matthew is, Fillion, yeah. Or the Indestructible. Uh, what if you? I'm sure if you comes up and they're like, oh, I get to buy. Oh a no, not that guy. guy. Well, what if it's so, the other Matt Fillion? The funny thing though, <laughs> if you type in Indestructibles into uh, Amazon search. You get my books, and you get a line of children's books that are built to be chewed on. Like they're like for your toddler who doesn't read yet, who's going to chew on this book, and this nice. book is indestructible. I'm like, okay, that's a good, sure. that's a good I'll, genre that's good, to be a part that's of. Good, good company, good company. Um, kids are always being so like maybe whenever they're looking for those kids books, maybe your stuff comes up too. I wonder. You, you should know? back like search that. Be like chewy books. Teething toy books. Cool. Whenever I saw that, I'm like, what? what is this? Why am I coming up with all these children's books when I search for the Indestructibles? And it's like, oh, it's the Indestructible line of children's books because it's for, oh, it's that, that, that heavy cardboard. Sense. And I mean, so they probably are searching your stuff. Yeah, that I mean, who knows? Out. Maybe, or maybe, I'm, maybe people are searching for me and, and buying books for their toddler instead because they found the right one. But 
Yeah. Any main plans with these guys that, like, do you have uh, uh, an end goal? Like, is this going to be an, an end to the series, or are you going to keep on with this series for as long as you can ride that horse? I will say, I thought uh, book four had a nice big um, sort of uh, cinematic ending. I'm like, okay, if that's where it ends, that's okay. And then I, I had a... Um, uh, a cool. I uh, had a, a, an idea for the next one, and there was room to grow. I'm like, all right, and and I, I think I, what I'll I'll know when I hit the escalation point where there's nowhere else to go. But I also have an idea of when they're done being kids. I would like to write some books about them as adult adults. Heroes. I know I know exactly. Oddly enough, where Titus the werewolf, I, he's the only one to know exactly who he is when he's an adult. Like I have I have a very good vision of where he's going, and I've got this idea of writing. Him as a, a old man, old man Titus kind of a concept. Like I, I, that might be in the future. <laughs> it's it's right there. Out People of all of them, and they, it's, it's they really it's, do. It's, it's popular, and it's and and it's an idea that I've got right in right in the back of my head already. Now, so. with each character, you mentioned uh, uh, magic in, in one of the side books. Does yep. ma- does it all deal with most of it like more? Sci-fi, or is the magic thrown in with it? Um, it magic and sci-fi run right from the. the, the right, their yeah. mentor is a magician, actually. He's oh, sort okay. of a. Do, uh, um, I'd say like if if John Constantine were nice, he's sort of their mentor. Like it, like he that's kind out of, for himself, yeah, and he was like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah um, maybe it could happen. <laughs> yeah, like if, if, if John Constantine was just, just like a really happy middle-aged guy. He had a good day. Um, uh, and so magic has always been there, and the reason why magic comes up in the fifth book is he's always said like that's the one thing you're not ready to handle yet. And so ah, they get to by the fifth book, it's like okay, now they're now they're good enough at their job to handle a magical threat. Um, What's so, your biggest baddie? Like that um, you got going there's on? a there's a, co- a corporation that makes uh, um, basically makes supervillains out of kids the same age as the heroes, and they they're not the through line. They they're, they're the big bad in the first book, and then they kind of appear throughout the rest of the series. Okay, but they they're the one thing that keeps coming back is this. It's sort of the antithesis. You've got the the super team that is training kids to make the world a better place and you've got this big old uh, right. corporation that's building monsters basically and it's the two sides um, against each other. A little bit, yeah. Alright, well thank you Matt. I appreciate the interview. Did I miss anything? Um, Something we must... There is, there is a, a, oh. another, uh, if, if you've got any fans who play role playing games. Of course. Um, we're, we're, like, we're at Comic Con. Yeah, I, right? I mean like... <laughs> I watch this show that is people playing Dungeons and Me Dragons. Too. Me too. <laughs> like, like and fun. I make fun of my kids for watching people play video games. I just realized this. I watch people play Dungeons and Dragons. You're essentially doing what they're doing, but for the game that you yeah. like to play. So, um, but the, I wrote as a, it was supposed to be a short story for just as a giveaway for the readers. Is that what this is? Yep. Well, for initiative, I was... Uh, I, I kept meaning to ask about that. That one, it, that, does, cause that doesn't seem to fit in with the rest of them. It's not in um, the story arc. It's sort of like an outlier story. It can be read anywhere after the first book. It's it's, it's a side mission, kind of. Okay. And it's them getting trapped in a cursed... Basically, it's cursed D&D. Oh, no kidding. And, they, so and like it's them a, getting back out again. That's kind of cool. And um, that was so much fun to write. And they're super, the superheroes, they got a real world to save. I couldn't, I couldn't write more of them there. But I decided, okay, in the Indestructiverse, there's this cursed game kicking around. And there's a, a new series that just actually just came out about three months ago, the first book um, uh, uh, called The Dungeon Crawlers about what happens if regular people play the same game the superheroes played and get trapped, and the superheroes have to get back and save the world, but in this case, these are regular people who are now heroes in a world, like, do they even want to go home? Mm. And so that, yeah. it's a sort of, uh, it's complete, it's outside Especially the continuity. Especially in that kind of a realm, like, like if you actually like get to be the hero. Yeah, like, so, yeah. 
So there's the Dungeon Crawlers is my newest project. That'll probably be the next. If I'm going to do something before book six in the main series, it'll probably be a Dungeon Crawlers book at this stage because it's, it's it's a fun break from the capes and tights kind of concept. All right, so, Matt. All right. Thanks the for one that. thing that is going to make everybody know that Matthew Fillion, this is your final thought. It doesn't have to be about the books. It can be about the books. Okay. What is the one thing on Matt Fillion's mind? He, Matthew or Matt? Uh, I, I write under Matthew, but I go by Matt. So okay. Matt's I, like, I, I know some Matthew. people have, like, I was like, I'm sitting here calling him Matt, and if he goes by Matthew, he's like, yeah. that fucking guy, that Matt, whole time. Matthew just looks better on the book cover. Yeah, it really <laughs> does. Matt's you, know, you, sound, you should wear glasses <laughs> exactly. while you're here, too, and be like, hey, I'm Matthew. <laughs> um, what's the final thought, Matt? Um... This is these are a, a, a book series about people that would hang out at Comic Con. All right, that's it. This is a book series about people at Comic Con. <laughs> right. Loose Cannon Show, Matthew Fillion. All the links will be on the podcast. I will make sure to hit you up through the emails and stuff. Excellent. That's the end of this episode. Goodbye, Matt or Matthew Fillion. <laughs> Dorkening Podcast Network at Dorkening.com. Cannon!